Hello, welcome back. It's episode 11 of Scruffy Looking Nerf Herders. Um, I'm Carl and I'm joined again by Simon. Hello mate. Hello, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad mate, not too bad. And this is our Christmas episode. It is, but yeah, it's that time of year again. Where's that gone? Yeah. Um, yeah, so um little brief bit um, at the start here. Um, this week we will do a bit of news, or actually quite a lot of news. Hurrah! Yeah. Um, then we'll go into our unit focus, which we have now christened This Is The Way, and we're going to talk about ATRTs for those rebels this week. Um, we certainly are. Simon thing, but um, yeah, we'll have a dig about and see what they can do. We'll then follow on into our any other business at the moment. It's, um, we're going to talk a bit about Invader League, which, for those of you that don't know, is the online version of Legion on the computer that's played by quite a lot of people. Yep. Um, and then finally, uh, Simon will give us all the news on some upcoming events uh, for sort of January time um yeah. and that will will round out the episode um so obviously following that yep yeah, it's the, it's the christmas one we are gonna have a week off recording um so the following episode 12 will probably be out there to you sometime just about in the new year hopefully yeah. um I, I think it's something like the third uh, will be the friday um, in the meantime, however, we will mention more later, but we're going to attempt a live stream on Sunday the 22nd of December. Um, and we'll talk more about that later on. So, shall we go into the news? I think we better, mate. Wow! What do you know? Okay, so we've... Um, kind of gone the other end of the spectrum since the last few episodes where we've not had much to talk about we've had uh, four posts this week from ffg counting everything so i'm gonna go through them in uh, chronological order if you like so as as they got released to us um obviously we've had this sort of promise to the the sort of leaders of the community and it's been about the discord um uh, and sort of people have been getting a little, little bit excited over it all. Um, so the first news post came out um, with two new project products, and it's uh, two Clone Wars paint sets. It is. Um, so obviously one for your separatists, one for your clones, um, which didn't get met by the best reception, I suppose, from some, because <laughs> paints are... To, to many of us obviously that have been into these hobbies for years um, it's not the most exciting product so I can see that um, but you know certainly worth a try if you see them or you want to get hold of them um, you know it, it's one of those things isn't it if you're coming into the game now and you go yeah. into the store buy a box and there's some paints on the shelf next to it um, from someone who worked in the retail trade that's great because you can sell them a box of paints to go with their new models and jobs done you know they can they can 
get into it so you know yeah, yeah. all those so, people um, that are gonna possibly have you know the clone wars legion for christmas or something like that you yeah. know I, I would yeah. be assuming these will be coming out sometime in January. Yeah, I, I, I think um, they are not quite going to make it like everything else. But um, So um, I'd hope they're coming out sometime in January. And if that's the case, you know, you've got all over yeah. Christmas to put your models together and have a few little field games. And then uh, yeah. these lovely paint sets will come yeah. out so you can paint your minis. Yeah, so um, obviously there is all these um, details on the ffg news post with the you know what colors are in what box so if you want to know that i would suggest you look that up there um so moving on then we then got article number two which um was kind of a unfortunately not that relevant to ourselves but it's about worlds 2020 um obviously anyone who's been lucky enough slash good enough to get themselves an invite make sure you get on that page and do the necessary forms if you're planning on going so um yeah that's a must see for those and yeah don't miss out if you've got one i suppose is all i would say yeah uh, yeah so obviously there is all the details and the dates etc again on on the ffg news page so we'll uh We'll skip on to the next one now, which um, came along, and uh, I'm not sure someone might have called this prediction. I can't. I, think. I'm pretty sure you called this. Prediction. Oh, oh, it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. Um, when we so, were having our little chat about what it was going to be, I'm pretty yeah, sure you called this one. Yeah. So, um, vital assets, which is um, very similar to uh, priority supplies for those that have that. It's a box of new mission um, deployment condition cards, etc. With you know new ways to play the game. Um, it's got a couple of minis that um, will become more clear if they are actually to be hostages. For they are the ones. There's um, I think it's half a dozen bombs and crates in there, and the little grav lift things, which are. For one called payload which uh, i would imagine is going to be very similar to certain uh fps games etc um yeah. well, so they certainly look like they're going to move don't they yeah definitely i mean it, it's going to be a, it, so. a moving payload isn't it that uh, yeah. you probably have to get from a to b or something like that but um Obviously, yeah, there's there is loads in this box. They haven't shown us all of it. There are, I believe it says in the article that there's three new setups. Three yeah, new, there's three um, of each three of each coloured card for your machine. Yeah. Um but there's also a side deck of little cards. There is these supply crates. So one of the condition cards, I believe, is supply drop which will put crates around the battlefield and you will actually be able to go and pillage those crates for potentially good stuff so yes. that sounds quite fun to me i like that um, I like that as well. the, the side deck of cards you draw from when you open said crate um i think it's kind of the draw two and pick one mechanic i think i saw that somewhere um so you know yeah you get a little you know some of these things are sort of expendable one use only things or 
yeah. things that you know get, give you various benefits and you know tokens whatnot so looking forward to seeing that because it's um i like it because it's not predictable in a sense you know there's still a random element <clears throat> of what yeah get. of what you're gonna get and that you know there's it's it makes it so much more replayable than that i think is my my takeaway from that um yeah so obviously we will run through it all when they make it all all clear what, yeah uh, what there is obviously yeah there's the a hostage scenario so um it's meant to be a hostage exchange which i'm imagining goes south um <laughs> and, and obviously y- your opponent kind of places your unit and vice versa that's that's carting the hostage around so that, that's going to be interesting and i think is really going to make snow troopers very tempting again but we'll come yeah. back to that when the time comes um Ready ho so yeah that was when was it that was about that was on the 11th that was yeah yeah so so um, that, sorry the 10th even sorry yeah that, so that, that was article early in the week um so we, we kind of had engagement yeah um that one the two paint sets we knew that there was a couple more things to be told um so it was on on Thursday, I think. Then it was the twelfth. Got confirmation finally of uh, Cassian Andor Sweet. and Tueso, um, and the Imperial counterpart Iden Versio and ID Ten. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there was a leak about these quite a while ago, so they they weren't a complete surprise, but. Um, do look very cool i, I oh. like both very much so i am yeah. absolutely in love with cassian andor um you know it goes with my scarif themed rebels that i'm doing already yeah. um yeah you know, the ability for rebels to have possibly three um three, three operative choices yeah <laughs> yeah there's there's some funny stuff we're still not clear on on these because obviously the rules that apply aren't out yet but um the, there's this certain nonsense of uh, changing commander to operative tokens isn't it Which, yeah. Uh, yeah so it's on cassian's card i mean i've got yeah. a, a nice bit yeah. of it um but it's a, it's an ability called covert ops yeah and basically when you deploy you may change your rank to operative and if you do so he starts off as a commander rank yeah you can change your rank to operative and if you do you gain infiltrate yeah <laughs> um yeah pretty nifty i mean obviously <laughs> we don't know all the, the loopholes no. that tie with that and how that's gonna work but um i yeah obviously again that keyword is shared by um Iden versio so you know both these these pairings kind of have similarities um the other one that jumped out to me actually is they have the potential of um, sniping, don't they? So, yeah, um, yeah, long range sniper fire, um, which, yeah, I think it, the unlimited range thing isn't it? It, it was known as bad, but it, it's a character at the end of the day, so you're not gonna you're not gonna have hundreds of them doing it, so it's not too bad to me. No, exactly. 
Um, yeah, but definitely um, both of these are they're coming out in hard plastic. These as well. They uh, are. So looking forward to that and seeing how poseable, buildable, you know, how many options there are because clearly there are a few. Um, but the sculpts just look fantastic. Yeah, they do look good, definitely. And, uh, all the armour there on Iden and the helmet and everything, yeah, it's uh, pretty sinister looking. And then, yeah, Cassian's very good, and obviously K2SO is, um, as you would imagine, pretty big and, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Droidish, yeah. uh, Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much ended um, our news post from FFG this week. Uh, you know, there was obviously the thing of, oh, is there going to be any more or not? But, um, you know, uh, I think we've got quite a, a good map of what's on the way for the next few months. Hopefully they can just keep up and get it to the right places, um, yeah, I suppose. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Just one bit that's completely jumped into my mind now is, as it is kind of a newsy thing. Um, obviously, we spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago, all these delays here, trooper upgrades and um, R2, the bunker, um, all these things, loop yeah. operatives have been pushed back. And sometime this week, a store in Germany posted a picture with most of it on sale so um i'm not sure quite it's another one of those things it's happened with x-wing um they had a wave up here in australia about three months early a while back didn't they so yeah um there's definitely still a little bit of work to do on the the sort of worldwide on the worldwide releasing yeah yeah so um obviously no doubt some of these things will um will filter out there in the meantime and you know although i'm assuming the german shop has german printing so i don't i assume they print in german don't they i mm. think so yeah 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 i think it is so, um, printed. yeah yeah that's true because i saw the armada spoiler of the armada ship had german cards so someone was trying google translate on it i think and that was, <laughs> uh, yeah i'll read that later but um but yeah okay so yeah that was this week's news and we will now go and talk a little bit about ATRTs in This Is The Way. The foundlings are the future. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Okay, um, shall we talk ATRTs then, Simon, as I know this is something you've... Uh, made use of yeah definitely so um the atrt what what we're planning on doing in the series of this is the way to start off with is to cover everything that is in the core boxes that was our initial uh, plans for yeah. this segment um so the next item in the uh original trilogy clone uh, box set is the atrt um on the rebel side so the atrt is a support choice uh, support category choice for the rebels um, comes in at 55 points it has uh, it's a ground vehicle it has six wounds 
uh, with a vehicle breakpoint of four wounds. Um, so we'll go through the rules for that in yeah. a second. Um, it has a white defense dice to save on. So like most mm. of the stuff in, in the Rebel faction, yeah. uh, we have T-shirt saves. Um, it has surge to critical on its attack dice, um, but nothing on defense. defense yeah. It is movement two. The basic melee attack on it is a, an attack called Grappling Claws. It rolls three red attack dice with impact one. Yeah. And its basic ranged attack on it is the A300 blaster rifle, which is held by the guy driving the ATRT. Um, it's range one to three, and it is two white dice. Yeah. So, going over the... Before we go into the extra abilities that the uh that the atrt has we'll go through a bit about vehicles in legion so vehicles in legion have a uh, a wounds characteristic just like your trooper units do uh but they do not suffer unlike trooper units they do not suffer from suppression so they don't get any suppression tokens yeah. if they're shot at what they do have as a counter to this is they have a vehicle break point. Yeah. Uh, so now these are very resilient. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's the technical, yeah. the official term for it is resilience value. Yeah. So on the ATRT, the resilience value is four and it is marked in an orange box on your unit card. Now that, what that means is when your ATRT gets to four wounds dealt to it, you then have to roll a red defense dice and dependent on what you roll on the red defense dice will depend on the effect that your that happens to your ATRT. So there are three effects. There is vehicle damaged, which is probably the most common one because that happens if you roll a block symbol on the red defense dice. Yeah. And basically what vehicle damage means is that whenever you activate that unit, when it's got the um, damage token on it, so you will apply a damage token to the ATRT. And as long as it's got that token, whenever you activate that unit, you have to roll a white defense dice. And on a block on a white defense dice... I think block's good, isn't it? It's blocks, blanks, good blanks and, you lose an yeah, action. Block and yeah. surge is good. Yeah. Blanks, you lose an action. So you get one action only. So that's the first one. On a surge on the red defence dice, I believe yeah. that's weapon. It, it's weapon... I think that's been changed to damaged, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, weapon Wep damaged. It was weapon destroyed on the back of the original um, learn to play. But that has been slightly changed. Um, so weapon damage basically means that your opponent chooses one weapon on the vehicle and it has its attack value halved. Yeah, so it's half the dice. Um, so you roll only ever roll half the dice. And on a blank on the red defense dice, it is basically vehicle vehicle's movement is destroyed and it effectively means that it takes you two actions to yeah, move the vehicle. Yeah, get anywhere or do anything, isn't it? I yeah. Think that's, um, yeah. One of the most 
hindering things, obviously, for a vehicle in, in that exactly. sense. Um, yeah, so I'm just having a quick look. I think the thing we've got was it's been the wording it's weapon disrupted it got changed to wasn't it so that is um i've just got it in front of me in the rules guide so you're disrupted you've got your your damage token at the resilience point um so the the token goes on said weapon or upgrade card and it's only half of its dice can be added of any color rounding up in brackets yeah. So so half your dice, you know, the the better half is is probably advisable, I suppose, <laughs> in that case, isn't it? But um, yeah, and again, it is one of the types of damage tokens. Um, so yeah, that's the weapon disruptor, yeah. and then it's disabled is the non-moving. One. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that, that just and that's a single non-pivot move. So you could use one action to pivot and then fire. Yeah, but you can't. Uh, move move so you can't put the movement yeah. template down to move yeah you definitely can't reverse or anything like that no not at all can you say so not at all you can no. kind of get stuck in place a little bit but um yeah that's that's the downside of vehicles when they get shot at which um is probably going to happen but you never know um so i suppose really we would better run through our our choices of weapons and well before that we've also already we've got running we've got the keywords on the you want to do them first yes we should yeah let's do them let's Let's go through the whole card first so so the first keyword on the atrt card is armor yeah and this basically says while defending cancel all hit results yeah so we did go over this in episode nine about uh in our do or do not rules section um where the attack sequence and um, yeah what attack, goes in what order yeah attack resolution um and if you dig further into this one because it's it's not necessarily clear maybe to a newer player um how impact works versus armor yeah um, so you apply um dodge and cover dodge and cover five and modify attack dice actually applies to both of these things so you would apply your impact and then um, apply the armor after that in the same step if you like so so if you roll four hits and you've got impact two you turn two of them to criticals and then the armor obviously takes any remaining hits away so you would then save two criticals um as example so yeah, yeah it's that one and that's why we're skipping <laughs> do or do not this week wasn't it so uh, yeah. yes mate yeah, yeah we so, thought we'd sneak that one in there and yeah the, unfortunately the atrt has a few little rules in it so the yeah. next one is climbing vehicle yeah so for the purposes of vertical movement so in legion it is a 3d game so you can move not just along the plane on the ground, but also vertically, um, which is quite nice. Uh, So you're treated as a trooper for the purposes of vertical movement, which basically means that if you get up to the edge of a scenery piece that is taller than you, you could effectively try to, uh, for your next movement action, you could try to 
climb or clamber up the, up the side of the building. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty nice to be mobile like that, I suppose, even with the inherent risk in some cases. But yeah, yeah. so and the other rule that this has it does is make ex- it better. Yeah, even better is expert climber. So while clambering, do not roll defense dice or suffer wounds. Yeah. So, so there goes your risk. There goes <laughs> your risk. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two ways you can climb vertical your, your vertical surfaces in in Legion. One is with the uh, climb action, which basically takes up both your activations or both your actions in your activation um, and just allows you to climb a vertical surface. So as long as you start in base contact with the piece of terrain, you can climb up it for two actions and suffer no consequences. However, if you want to do another action, when you get to the top, you have to do an ability called clamber and clamber. It only takes one action, but generally if you clamber, you have to roll white defense dice dependent on the number of people clambering or number of models clambering up the building um and any rolls of a block means you suffer a wound so it's not so bad because it is the white defense dice one in six isn't it it is so yeah but but obviously with your your general foot troops yeah you could lose a guy which is inconvenient um but with with this wonderful ATRT, it's um, yeah doesn't it's, worry so much doesn't about worry that so at much all. About that at all. Yeah, pretty mobile little things. So yeah. now we'll go into the hard point or the weapon options. Yeah, yeah. Which, for the ATRT, um, we should mention these have all had the points adjustment in a few months back, haven't they? They yeah, so hit in some form, I think, or was it all leveled out? Wasn't they it? were all leveled out, so they were all now cost twenty points as an yeah. as a as a rule. Um so the first one we are gonna go with is the ATRT laser cannon. Yeah. Uh so this is a range two to four weapon. It rolls one red attack dice and two black attack dice. Um, it has impact three. Yeah. So here we go. This is this. This, this is, is like your anti-vehicle weapon. Yeah. Um, so while attacking a unit that has armor, change up to three hit results to crit results. And it has the ability fixed front. Now, I will... will pretext this because every weapon upgrade for the atr2 have fixed front yeah which basically means that you can only fire it out of your front arc of your model um yeah we should mention at that point that's the good reason for the pilot having the a300 um because that is not fixed front so it's only two white dice but you could shoot behind you you can Um, with that gun not with anything else obviously so yeah you know you might look at it and think well two white dice that's rubbish yeah it's not amazing but if something snuck up behind you then it's really all you've got so yeah it is unfortunately short yeah. of uh you know short of yeah. doing a double running hit away the, or <laughs> running yeah, away. pivoting around and yeah something more complicated but, uh... so the next one that we're going to look at on that one so that one's 20 points um it's a pretty decent weapon but yeah it's yeah it's it's anti-armor isn't it it's not if you're not going to run up against armor then 
like any of these things, it becomes quite redundant. Exactly. And what you've got to mention with the ATRT is that you either shoot this weapon or one of your hard point weapons, or yeah. you shoot the blaster. You can't. Shoot yeah, them. there's no um, arsenal keyword, so exactly. it's one weapon. So it's a choice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the next weapon is the ATRT flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, now this is range one only so a very close range weapon um it rolls two black dice it has the ability blast which yeah. means that you ignore cover it also has the ability spray so for every model in the defending unit that you have line of sight to you add the weapons dice pool to the attack pool so, in other words, if you have a unit of five models, let's say you have five stormtroopers with, you know, in front of you and all in line of sight, you will be rolling 10 black dice yeah. at that unit, uh, which is quite deadly. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty painful. And this is why I think, um, you know, uh, all of the things in this game that have a flamey weapon, it has that, that keyword and they've all had their moments in the sun the snows snow troopers were theirs the i mean the dewbacks got a, a flamethrower guy now we've got yeah. these on the on the rts yeah uh, and you've got a i mean boba fett with his wrist yep. flamer you know they all follow the theme and i really like that i think that's just so good but that you're not getting the variance with the same type of weapon if you know what i mean so you know, my flame is sort of as good as yours in that sense. We all chuck lots of dice and, yeah, happy days. Exactly. So, so that weapon is quite good. Um, but the most common weapon yeah. that we see taken on the ATRT, and it's purely because it's pretty, it's a pretty versatile weapon, really. And that's the ATRT Rotary Blaster. So... This one is range one to three, and it rolls five black dice. So it's pretty reliable straight off. Obviously, you're surging yeah. to crit with yeah. this as well. Which is massive, yeah. Which is massive. Yeah. And it's a decent dice pool for 75 points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, five. you don't get five black out of, out of many things, you no. know. Uh, that sort of level do you so uh, you certainly don't no and yeah like you say it is, it is the total all-rounder isn't it and i totally see why people you know run three of them it, it makes sense to me definitely um yeah because it, it hasn't got any other keyword other than the fixed no front either it's just front. you're just banking on those dice and your surge crits which you know when you're throwing five dice it's a pretty good chance you're going to find the surge to get a crit. Exactly. Uh, you know, which obviously you're skipping things like cover and guardian and dodge tokens and that, and that you know yes. all, the, all those things that can generally be a pain that criticals deal with. So, so it, it gives you that option as well for dealing with armor, which yeah. is why it's it's generally seen as, as slightly better than the ATRT laser cannon. Um, yeah, because of that chance of hitting the surge and getting the critical anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
and you haven't got this short range sort of dead zone either. It's a it's a steady one to three, isn't it? It's, it uh, is, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm thinking about um, that, that speed to these ATRTs. Obviously, they are vehicles, notch bases. You know, because you're actually putting it at the other end of the template. That's a decent move, and that's it, it's got a, a very good, decent move. A good range, you know, a good threat range with that thing, with either of the long range ones, really. But um, but yeah, one one to three with the move. That's that's not far away on something like battle lines, is it? Really, it's not at all. Yeah. No. So yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. So that's our our guns. Obviously, that's the the most common beast, the rotary. Yeah, know, definitely. I've seen flamers occasionally. I haven't seen many laser cannons, but uh, I'm sure there will be a time and a place. No, uh, not so many laser cannons, but no, definitely the uh, the ATRT and the flamer we've seen. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just thinking and, from the other side of the table, I must say, as, as the imperial player, I have been known to pick on ATRTs quite a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is I have a thing about it. it's like when I see one it's like I'll deal with that pretty quick if I can um, obviously having stormtroopers with DLTs helps because yeah. you know six wounds isn't a huge amount to deal with when you've got impact in quite a lot of places so um, but, but still threatening enough yeah <laughs> certainly is um so then the other option that the ATRT has is the comms option. Yeah, better give that a quick shout out again, haven't we? As, uh... and yeah, so we, we won't go through it again because there's a lot that we've already covered. Um, and generally with the ATRT, you're trying to keep it as cheap as you possibly can um, because you're wanting to field three of them all the time. Yeah. Just to get those 15 black dice into your... <laughs> yeah <laughs> into your activations um so really and truthfully trying to keep them as cheap as possible is is really the key with the atrt um because again you're not generally giving them your order tokens either no um short of playing turning the tide uh which is uh, a two pip command card that allows you to only uh choose supports two or heavies pip, yeah yeah, to support or heavies, that's probably going to be the only time you're actually going to give the ATRTs a an order. Um, other than that, you're pulling them out of the bag. So, yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're prone to get sort of picked on early, aren't they, with certain things as well? And yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, it is definitely uh, been a, a fairly steady unit throughout Legion, though, for for good reason. I think you know that that three of them is a is a very steady list, and that you it is yeah you know it, it's quite an easy to learn list as well. I would say it, you know because you've got a bit of um, a bit of flexibility with what you can do. You can hide behind the armor a little bit to uh, yeah sort of yeah plow forward if... and you know yeah distract from your squishier troops sort of thing exactly um, and certainly if we compare it to the other units that are available to the rebels for us for a beginner yeah yeah what we're really going at the you've got the 1.4 fd laser cannon team 
which yeah. is a little vulnerable as a beginner and, yeah. and probably would frustrate you a little bit. Um, and then you've got the Tauntauns, which are very, very good, but yeah. very hard to play with. Well, well, there's a lot more to learn. About and there's a lot to learn to with do. them. But yeah, there's... Um, so I think if you're a beginner, the ATRT is the perfect support choice for you. Um, to the point where I still play them now. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. They're, they certainly, you know, there's no shame in taking them at all because uh, no. they are such a steady, you know, choice that, uh, you, you know, you can't ignore from the other side either. You do have to deal with them in, in some sense. You know, I, I think they can cause you a bad day if you ignore them for too long. Exactly. So, uh, and again, you go back to our rebel trooper highlight that we did yeah um with the uh r5 astromech droid yeah um being able to take those either vehicle damage tokens off or being able to you know heal them heal is them. very good and, and future proofing for if we see ion tokens hitting them yeah. other, um which obviously the droids can remove those as well which exactly uh, it's gonna be handy um yeah so that, that's our little look at uh, the atrt then i think that's yeah. pretty much that wraps wrap up. that up so this obviously yeah that's our section done there so we will roll into any other business Okay, so this week, uh, any other business, just our, our kind of random section of just things we'd like to talk about or whatever. Um, we're going to have a little chat about Invader League, um, because that's uh, coming to its sort of close now for the current season. Um, so, Simon, I suppose we better tell everyone what it is and what we're on about, yeah. just in case. So this is the fourth season of Invader League. And Invader League is a league uh, run on Tabletop Simulator, which is a game that is downloadable on Steam. And it allows you, there are, there are mods on Tabletop Simulator that allow you to play different tabletop games. And one of them, and possibly the best mod I've, seen yeah. really on tabletop simulator i think you'd agree there carl as yeah, well yeah definitely it's, it's a um, good well scripted is, mod yeah. is the star wars legion mod um it's kept up to date the guys who do it work incredibly hard keeping this up to date so you know it, it is a community um run mod um but they hold a, a league so yeah. you can sign up for the invader league um and if you get chosen or once you've signed up uh you get put into a bracket dependent on your country of, of where you live and you know how you play so you'll play in almost like a little league like the, like a football league um where you'll play different players and i think they played five games this time around yeah, the yeah was, wasn't it mostly five in a group and yeah to go through to the to, knockouts, to the knockout like, stage yeah. and then yeah. once the knockout stage goes on it's basically just going through yeah week by week and a lot of these games are streamed on twitch tv yeah 
Um, so if you want to check that out, there are a few. Um, I will certainly put them in the uh, in the show notes at the end, the, the different channels to, to yeah. look at for the, the VODs for those. Um, but what we thought we would do, as it's now gotten to the top four of the Invader League, we thought we would just go through the lists that they're running and um, yeah. just give our thoughts yeah. on them, really. Because yeah. I think... Um, yeah. I think one thing I just want to put out, you know, for anyone who doesn't know about this is um, a, a lot of these players, certainly the four players we're about to talk about are clearly very good Legion players. They've, you know, they've been to the previous big tournaments. A lot of them are US based and yeah, um, obviously, you know, they're on podcasts etc um yeah you know one so, of them is the uh, the world champion from last absolutely. year so. yeah so they know what they're doing they you know they probably know way more than i do but uh yeah it, it is good to watch and good to kind of see their approach to some of the things in the game and you know obviously they have played a lot of games they, they practice a lot they used a lot of lists etc and um, yeah so for us that you know we have quite a small local scene it's um you know these guys have been figuring out these combinations for the last year at sort of higher levels and uh, yeah and again this is the beauty of tabletop simulator yeah. is the fact that if you don't have a big community in your local vicinity tabletop simulator effectively adds the whole world to your yeah yeah there's definitely um you know, if you hop onto the Legion Discord server, and I know I keep banging on about this, but hop onto the Legion Discord server, there is um, find a game on Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. So you can go in, post that you'd like a game, someone will come back to you, you'll be able to link up, have a game. And yeah, so really, really worthwhile and really, really good. Yeah. Um, so in the top four, we have three Rebels... So three players yeah. playing Rebels and one Imperial. Yeah. So no uh, CIS and no Gladiator. Yeah, I'm not sure they, yeah, because they were legal, weren't they, for this? They were legal for this, yes. Um, again, we should say, obviously, because this is an online um, mod, things that aren't actually out yet in the physical world are playable on there. So... Um, things like droid battle tanks and um, clone tanks, uh, phase twos, you know, all these things that are sort of coming out soon are actually on there already. Yeah. Um, Luke and Vader, the operatives. So, so basically um, you can kind of get ahead a little bit and figure out some of these things before you even buy them, which yeah. is always good. It uh, is, it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so basically anything that is current that there is a card currently out there in the in the in the in the um you know the internet sphere for it is in TTS. Yeah. So yeah. I would say it won't be long before obviously these things like Cassian, etc. that we just mentioned in the news uh play a lot uh, there. I imagine they're sort of beavering away trying to get all that ready and you know, it just comes down to certain things like, um, you know, we don't get to see all the command cards in these articles, which hold some of them back a little bit. But, uh, yeah, you know, we, we get it there and the basics. So, um, 
Yeah, so the top four then. Like I say I've been watching this in in bits, uh, you know, here and there. But I have tried to keep up as it's got towards the end, the end, of the tournament a bit. Um. So yeah, do you want to do you want to start with then? Like, so yeah. So I think choices. We'll, so yeah, we'll start with the first um one one side of the top four bracket. Yeah. So we'll start with. Kingsley, who is uh, goes as Tower Number Nine on the yeah. on um, on Twitch, uh, and his top four list, which he named, are Tauntaun's Balance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a twelve activation Rebel list, um, and it is the following: so it is Leia Organa with strict orders, uh, Operative Chewie. No yeah, upgrades. He is, yeah. Uh, operative R2-D2. As he is, no upgrades. Three Rebel Troopers for the core units with no yeah. upgrades. Three Commando Strike Teams with the DH-447 Sniper Rifle, so making them snipers. Yeah. Um, and then... Three Tauntauns, three units of Tauntauns in the support fa- uh, slot, one with HQ Uplink and Tenacity, and two with Comms Jammer and Tenacity. Yeah. Um, now, this is a very, very good list. Uh, Kingsley's been yeah. honing this list for a long, long time. Um, in fact, if you check back a, a few podcasts ago with Notorious Scoundrels, he was actually on there. Talking yeah, about it, talking tauntauns, and yeah, yeah, he knows a bit about them. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so this list yeah. comes in at seven nine one with twelve activations. Um, yeah. so it's got a decent nine point bid, and we'll go over bids at some point. Yeah. I think that's probably a nice that's topic a good, to talk about, but yeah. for now, we'll just mention it's got a nine point bid on it. Um, so, Carl. Yeah, uh, I like when I first I first saw that list and I was like, yeah, yeah, well, it's lots of activations, but and you know, tauntauns are very, very good. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's naked troopers, it's snipers. Uh, I mean, even the heroes. You know, I mean, Chewie, yeah, he's a lot of wounds, um, but but there's no big sort of luke skywalker charging in hacking you up there so uh, i wasn't sure how he was gonna do with it but having spent this afternoon watching his semi-final game that's absurdly frightening i think things may have gone his way a bit but um yeah those tauntauns Uh, (laughs) it's yeah, they're a little bit wild at the moment, aren't they? Just uh, they charging in. They certainly are. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. I've been playing the Tauntauns yeah. slightly wrong because I reread Ram this week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Ram see, is. I thought Ram was. Yeah. I always thought Ram was that the move that you made to connect with the unit yeah had to be a full move yeah as long as you made made a full move this activation yes so So, yeah you you're often getting ram and obviously ram is the keyword which in itself i think is maybe a little bit too far in the terms of game design because you can turn basically anything can't you 
that's yeah. the thing with it. You can just turn the face of the dice, um, which maybe is a bit too far. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it is It is very, very good. I mean, Tauntaun's, uh ever since they come out, were appealing, you know, to, mm-hmm. to me as a, to put in a rebel list. Um, I tried messing around without them in our local club league. That didn't quite pan out so well. But, um, yeah, it's going to me, though, going back to it, it's, it's that thing of the three naked, Kid Rebel Troopers and you know the three strike teams we've seen them for a long time especially the snipers but they're, they're still hanging in there and it's you know 12 activations and it's working for this guy and yeah. we were very much sort of going the other way on this conversation recently weren't we in our local scene we of, you know do we have too many activations should we be going for maybe bigger better toys and um yeah then you see this and you're like well maybe we were we're headed the right way you know but um yeah i suppose the thing obviously r2 as well is very cheap isn't he we don't have access to him in the real world yet but no at 35 points and that for an, another activation that Correct, could yeah. potentially uh, steal a victory token by just getting across the board it's pretty strong and it's it is uh, very very strong yeah so yeah def- definitely was um was a good list to watch um i'll be interested to see what he does for the rest with it really uh, yeah so uh, spoiler alert unfortunately <laughs> yeah. this game has already taken place yeah. And uh, Kingsley did manage to go on to beat uh, the next person who we're going to go and talk about, which is uh, Kyle Dornboss, a.k.a. Orchimedes, is his... uh, Is his title yeah. on the he's, on the interwebs? On podcast somewhere, uh, you know. I don't he, know. He's, on, he's on some podcast called Notorious <laughs> Scoundrels, yeah. I think. Very good, very very <laughs> intelligent stuff. Um, yeah, and I've I've listened to that since I first discovered it, and there's there's so much good information that he's so, come with with numbers. Um, so this list was called White Dice Are the Best Dice. Yeah. It is a <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that completely, but yeah, I, I really think that was a great shout. And then I watched the game, and it was like, mm. <laughs> so um, this list is another rebel list. It is an eleven activation strong list, and this is using another unit that we haven't yet got our hands on in the real world. Um, so his list is uh, the rebel officer at 50 points it is operative luke skywalker who is running with saber throw jedi mind trick and force push it is five rebel trooper squads with the z6 trooper so those wonderful six extra white dice per rebel trooper unit arranged one to three um Three of the commando strike teams with the DH-447 sniper rifle. So you can see a little theme going on here of the DH-447 sniper being one of a nice unit for the Rebels. Um, 
and in a support slot for 70 points, the laser cannon team. So the yeah, FD 1.4 laser cannon, uh, which is the big satellite dish laser cannon yeah. that you see on hot. Doesn't, uh, doesn't move or whatever. No. So, uh, yeah, I, I've been playing around with one of them as well. And they are fun sometimes. I didn't, go, <laughs> I didn't go through the command cards with oh, no, this. Just... Um, purely because I know he's, ch- he's, ch- he's changed them slightly. To okay. what I was watching him when I when I first um, saw the whole lot, yeah. Um, but I know for a fact with uh, Kyle's list here, uh, yes, that, uh, uh, they run all six of Luke Skywalker's, Luke Skywalker's cards. So the so, operative three and the commander Luke three and make Luke, you know, make to, Luke great again. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Um, obviously. The caveat to that is if you ever lose him, you're stuck with standing orders. So, um, yeah, but but those cards are all, all very good in, in the right places. And I, I wouldn't mind messing around with that because I think that could be quite funny. Yeah. Um, so this, this list uses uh, uh, Operative Luke Skywalker, which is basically Luke when he is in Return of the Jedi. Um. Yeah, so this is his powered up a bit. This is his powered up a bit version. The earlier one. With his lovely green lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's fairly pricey nowadays, isn't he? He's he is, so he's 200 points Yeah, as an operative, as opposed to 160 for his commander yeah. version. Yeah. Uh, but we will lo- leave that as it is, yeah. because we're going to go through Commander Luke at some point. Yeah, won't be um, far away. So Exactly. Yeah. We'll probably end up doing no, both. This is the way section. Is- yeah um yeah so again you know he did well to get as far as he did with the list in a sense because when he first come out with the fd cannon you know it's like i don't know uh, i don't think you're gonna go far but um as we have seen if you've watched them games he does like perching that fd cannon in some rather absurd places which i I'm maybe not a big fan on, but yeah, it's it's allowed. It's the rules. Don't it's, get it's a cat, isn't it? Yeah, if it fits, yeah. it sits. But I, I am starting to think that's something they may need to look at in the long run, possibly. Yeah. Um, you know, because because it's it has been perched in some rather absurd places. That yeah, it has a great field of fire and whatever when it's up there. But I mean, it it. I don't know. It, it detracts a little bit from from my fluffy side of liking the game, you know. Just yeah. wouldn't get there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of the list, obviously, you know, we know what them do. The the Luke operative himself can be immensely powerful. Um, well, a lot of this list, a lot of this list is Luke lifting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the whole is. Like, the whole game basically. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, nonetheless, it's uh, quite a comical one in places. Um, Jedi mind trick. I did see that. There was a. What is it he does for that? There's a good use and reason for that. Isn't uh, there? It's Jedi mind yeah. trick. Can you serve your master well? That's the one. That's the card. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's a nasty little combo, that is. Um, yeah. Very much so. Very much so. So the next, uh, so that's the first yeah. bracket. 
Yeah, they unfortunately, were, they that's were, already yeah. played out. Yeah. Um, and congratulations again to Kingsley for moving on to the the top yeah. two, the final. Um, and yeah, commiserations to Orc because yeah, that was the yeah, list. Yeah, he won it last time, see. didn't he? But he so, did win yeah. it last time. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so now yeah. on to the other side of the uh, the bracket, the other side of the top four bracket. So we have Ellis, who is a um, UK player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is also playing rebels and his army list is called crossing the line. Um, now this is a, uh, one, two, three, I think it's seven, twelve activations. Um, comes in at 795 points. It is layer Organa with strict orders. R2D2 on his own. Uh, Sabine Wren, I love this because it's got yeah. Sabine in it. Um, Sabine Wren with Hunter, Recon Intel, Electro Grappling Line, and the Dark Saber. So she's going to be there to deal with other lightsaber users. Yeah, big, um, big threats. Yeah. Big threats like that. He's then running four Rebel Trooper squads with no upgrades. Yeah. Three Rebel Commando, Rebel Commando Strike Teams, sorry, put my teeth back in, uh, with the DH-447 Sniper Rifle. Mm-hmm. So That's that really, yeah. a, a three stable. Rebel lists and, yeah. Um, um, three, yeah. Sni- three, three snipers, so. And then two Tauntaun Riders with Tenacity and Comms Jammer. Yeah. So, again, the Tauntauns, again, the Snipers, again, the Naked Rebel Troopers. Yeah. So it seems to be a bit of a, a theme going here with what's pretty strong with Rebels. I think we can yeah, all get, you know. I think so. R2 we can all sort well of come is, to that and R2. Yeah. Um, and just minimal changes to suit, I think, to suit sort of people's play styles. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's funny that, you know, obviously Snipers um, got their nerf by taking their limited range away, but they are still prevailing they're still in all the lists so yeah i'm wondering what the uh the thoughts of that are back at ffg hq i must that's probably one question i'd love to ask him i I think so as well you know Mm. because not only did they put the limited range on the sniper rifle they They also up a couple of points points, yeah and and it still doesn't seem initially i think the initial like uh, knee-jerk reaction yes, was that it did yeah, put people off playing them, but I think slowly but surely people have started back. putting them back in. Yeah, and I think part of that is because they're a cheap activation. Yeah, yeah, you know, forty-eight points is a really cheap activation. Um, so yeah, we'll, again, like... we'll go over the sniper teams at some point. Yeah. They're on yeah the later list for them <laughs> again. Um, obviously, Tauntauns tenacity i mean you know that again is you know in all these lists there's always tenacity isn't it, it kind yeah. of has to be and that's because it's just um, such a good upgrade yeah, for Tom. absolutely yeah um yeah i was, I was interested I'm happy to see sabine obviously and uh, yeah. nice to i nice see that uh, again you know the rest of the strict orders layer i mean strict yeah. orders is getting into most lists nowadays correct um, and yeah. especially with Leia, with her inspire mechanic and the ability yeah, to it's, yeah, definitely just, just control the, the, the suppression mechanic. Yeah. Is really, you know, what's needed there. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I shall uh, look forward to seeing what he does with this. Um, I and Ellis is the only non-American person to win the yeah. top four. So yeah. congratulations there, Ellis. Well done, mate. Yeah, yeah, bring it home, mate. You know, for the Patriots. Yeah. However, <laughs> England, uh, yeah. However, facing yeah. Ellis, yeah, is Just, the Star Wars Legion World Champion uh, called Luke Cook. Uh, his list is called cook my dice and he is playing imperials yeah now carl do you want to go through this or do you want me to go through the list because this is your bag really yeah it's it's not one i've exactly gone to yet but i i have been messing around with something similar um so it's director rawson krennic with aggressive tactics and strict orders it's three units of sure troopers with the t21 heavy one of them comes with an astromech droid as well um then obviously we have three df90 mortars with comms relays so we can see where this is going um two scout trooper strike teams with dlt 19x sniper rifles so the Imperials are still taking a couple of snipers as well. Um, and then we have an ATST with mm. the Imperial Hammers Elite Armor Pilot, the ATST Mortar Launcher, the uh, Twin Light Blaster Cannon, and a Link Targeting Array, which is a pretty savage combination there. <laughs> Um, it certainly is. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff in a in a big piece. Um, de- definitely, the ATSD points drop has made this a, a thing. Mm. Um, and again, that the short trooper chains now with aggressive tactics with strict orders. Um, you know, you're getting your token onto a short trooper. You're then passing it on to his his mortar nearby then using the comms relay to give it to a second jaw trooper, which passes it on to his mortar, etc. Um, and you're then you're getting your surges from aggressive tactics on the face-ups. Um, Correct. And yeah, your aims from your shore getting, troopers. Yeah, yeah, free aims for target on the um, shore troopers for when they get a token. So, yeah, it, it just synergizes so well when you're, you're always chucking mostly black dice you know um for your basic shots aren't you so you're not um not getting too many blanks obviously once the aims come in potentially even two aims if you get the aim from having an order token then you can take an aim action you know two aims you should be getting loads of hits and crits there yeah it, it is just a very good imperial it's an ultra efficiency Solid list, isn't it? Efficient list, but you know, with an ATST in there, which is is a big scary thing and can do a hell of a lot of work, or just soak up a lot of fire as well, isn't it? You know, exactly. still still eleven wounds, and there's a repair droid not far away. I imagine I I very much doubt Mister Cook is like me and deploys his ATST at one end of the board and the astromech at the other. Or like um, I did last night. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, one important thing to mention about this is that 
Luke is the only player to go full hog and go 800 out of 800 points. Yes, no bids. Yeah. So he has no bid at all. Yeah. And he's also got the lowest activation count as 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, um, that an interesting one, that, in a sense that. Uh, but I suppose, yeah, with an ATST, there's not really a deployment that's necessarily bad because no. disarray with an ATST can still be quite fun. Um, yeah, so so I, I can kind of see that, really, and I dare say he had probably figured out that quite a lot of other rebel lists may be going for bids, etc. Exactly. Well, screw it, I'll spend me points. And it's it's clearly working. So It, it is. I mean, um, what, what strikes me about this is the fact that the ATST, which I love, I absolutely love that, um, the ATST, and the points drop certainly has helped. The Imperial Hammer's Leap Pi Armor Pilot is amazing in the ATST. Yeah, it makes it completely viable without and, that it, and that link it, targeting array is just yeah golden yeah definitely As, is especially if that gets the order off the end of the short chain yeah which potentially with your last mortar you could relay that off to give the atst its order as well so yeah yeah you're laughing really um yeah i, I do have a suspicion that this yeah, I don't know it's that thing of believing that a rebel imperial final could happen but then it could go either way it could get rebel rebel it um, could do yeah so yeah be interested to see how that one goes when it whenever it gets played and uh, see the final round um, yeah but, but that list in particular is um I don't think there's a lot you would really want to do or mess around with that, that you could improve there as a... a no, I mean... See a, I took a very a, similar a, list last night. Yeah, I, yeah, we played a TTS game last night. Um, I purely yeah. dropped one shore, one water for a unit of Death Troopers. Yeah, um, which is... That's something I, I was surprised at about this list because I'm very much of the, well, if you've got Krennic and Entourage, you should have those Death Troopers. Yes. Um, because it is, Entourage is such a good thing to have, you know, it's the other order. You can, with a relay on them, you can jump that around if you really wish to. But, but Death Troopers have solved a lot of problems in my limited amount of Legion games when things have gone wrong. So uh, maybe I'm a bit more adverse to leaving them behind sort of thing. But uh, yeah, it, it was interesting to see him do, go down that road, really. Hmm. You know, while still having Krennic and, you know... Hmm. Uh, yeah, again, clearly it's worked because they've got to have played what good few games with it to get this far, and that so they yeah, have, they yeah, have definitely, definitely is working. So, so yeah, well, best of luck to yeah. Ellis and yeah, uh, Luke, both of them, and, uh, and yeah, look forward safe. to seeing what the final brings. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, no doubt watch that and give that a mention when it's all wrapped up. I know. Uh, 
I think they were hoping to do it this side of Christmas, but I don't think that's likely to be the case now. But we never know. Um, yeah, so that that was a good little look at some lists from, let's say, those that know. Um, yeah. But in, in the flip side as well, it's nice to know that, you know, although we have our own twists on it, that I've been messing around with some quite similar things and, you know, we're, we're not a million miles off the mark, if you know what I mean. So when we put put our minds to it, so yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's but yeah. Good. Obviously, it's that thing now that to me is: will it be a Tauntauns versus Shore Troopers final? Because I think they're the two most um, <sighs> most likely to be yeah getting called for the nerf bat in the near future i think oh, I, so, I think so definitely. yeah um so whether that be a, a little points increase or whatever um i don't know but uh this was why i'm kind of holding off on that third box of shores because i know as soon as i order it the points will go up by 10 and it'll <laughs> sort of something <laughs> like that and it'll be ah oh, we'd have got something else but yeah, yeah. um yeah, so there we are then. That's um, that's our any other business. So shall we, in a moment, move on to some events? We would be honoured if you would join us. Rightio then, mate. So um, let's have a few events for what are we talking this time? January, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, we are, mate. So because this is our, uh, our last episode of uh, 2019, um I think the best thing to do is to mention the events for January now. Yeah, I think I suppose I'd better do the old executive call. And although it's not really January, we're going to have an event at the end of February. So uh, we are. <laughs> yeah, that'll be down near Bodmin. So uh, yeah, more details coming soon. And uh, yeah. So, so the first event in January is on the 4th of January. Alpha Games in Bury St Edmunds. <clears throat> it's an 800 point uh, tournament with three rounds. Uh, £10 for advanced tickets or £15 on the door. Uh, and again, that's on the 4th of January. The 18th of January, we have a Star Wars Legion Prime Championship being held at Leodis Games in Leeds. Uh, that is £20 for a ticket and 800 point tournament format again on the 19th so the day after is a star wars legion tournament at beanie games in stockton on tees uh this one's slightly cheaper this one's only six pound and again is an 800 point format i think it's a fairly casual tournament this one and the final one to round out january so there are only four events in the uk in january um is the 26th of January for the Star Wars Legion Rebellion at Attrition Gaming in Eastleigh. Uh, £15 ticket, 800 points. This is the one that I mentioned last episode yeah. uh, that has limited space, but still, as of this podcast, according to the event page, they still have two spaces left. So if you're in Eastleigh and you fancy a, a day of uh, Star Wars Legion, or if you fancy travelling to Eastleigh for a day of Star Wars Legion... 15 quid will get you a nice little day at the end of January. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing I'm going to mention, obviously, we've got our tournament on the 29th of February. Yeah. <clears throat> held at uh, just outside of Bodmin at Helland. Um, 
that one there still to be decided on the format and everything. Yeah, and cost soon. We'll have that up fairly soon. Um, But the other event that I'm gonna plug, which isn't a tournament, but it is where this uh, us scruffy looking nerf herders are gonna be to. Yeah, is uh, poor. So the Plymouth annual war games um, event held on the 1st and 2nd of February uh, in Plymouth in the UK. Uh, Carl and myself are going to be demoing Star Wars Legion on the Saturday, Saturday, the 1st, um, on behalf of Bobman Gaming Group, which is our local gaming group. club. So, yeah, we'll we'll be there. And so... uh, yeah, just the Saturday though for the for the demo games. Um, yeah, but I obviously I may be there milling on the Sunday, just sort of looking around. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, Saturday for the demos. If anyone's interested, come and find us. Yeah, definitely. So for this episode, mate, that is the uh, yeah. I think the end of the event section bit there. So other members of the House of Chaos team will also be at Absolutely, uh, yeah. John at who, also. Yeah, John obviously from the early episode and our man oh, behind man the glass. The glass now, yeah, yeah. He'll be there. Um with the old Outlands and uh, Ross of course. So yeah, we'll we'll all be there and be a bit going on and money being spent and yeah, that, that's how that weekend generally goes. Um, so Right, yeah, yeah, so that's our event. So um, just to wrap this one up then, um, obviously, like we said earlier, we will take the week off. So next podcast, episode 12, should be up, you know, first Friday in January, hopefully, be out there to you. Um, Don't forget, we are going to be trying a bit of live streaming on Sunday, the 22nd of December, which... uh, me and Simon are going to play a bit on uh, TTS and we're going to get that up on our Twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash house of chaos productions um, which is obviously you know myself and John and Ross and Simon it's you know all of our various gaming things so that's our channel there if you could find it and give it a like and a follow and stuff it's much appreciated yeah, we'll um, be on there around about probably 8 o'clock 8pm 8, 8 ish UK time um, on the 22nd and we'll have a little game on there for a couple of hours and if you want to drop in the chat we'll sort of try and chat as we're playing and trying not to watch too many rules and things like that um, yeah so obviously that that's the twitch um if you want to contact me, um, scruffypodcast at gmail.com. Um, come to me with an email. So if you want me to plug an event or get Simon to plug an event as that bit's going um, or anything else, any questions, suggestions, fire them yeah. to that anything, one. Anything you'd like to hear. Yeah. Any suggestions for segments as well? Absolutely. Yeah. If you've got, got a question, you got something that you think would make a good good segment yeah let us know um obviously um www.scruffylookingnerfherders.co.uk to find this podcast in its various places yeah the um, house of chaos youtube channel 
Yeah, um, again, that's um, on www.houseofchaos.co.uk would lead you to our YouTube, our Twitch, our, you know, everything. And yeah. uh, obviously the YouTube has some unboxings um, and when we start these uh, uh, streaming games and things, they might pop up on there as well. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously we'll look to further things down the line with maybe some battle reports next year and things like that and right. stick them on the YouTube. So, yeah, yeah, keep an eye on it all. Uh, don't um, forget the Legion Discord as well. Obviously, yeah, the the big old Legion Discord. Jump on uh, there. As you find me on there as Scruffy Simon. Yeah, uh, I think I'm now I've changed myself to the Scruffy Podcast Carl or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so mention uh, I've actually got an Instagram as well, which uh, I don't use a lot, but I'm going to attempt to in the new year. So. That's Scruffy Podcast Carl on there as well, isn't it? And your yep. Scruffy Podcast Simon now, aren't you? So yes. yeah, so uh, yeah, find us on there. Um, so yeah, that's been episode eleven. Obviously, have a great Christmas and New Year or whatever you're doing. Um, don't do anything too crazy. Stay safe, no. and uh, we'll be back soon. So. Yeah, thanks for listening. I've been Carl. I've been Simon. And we are the Scruffy Looking Nerf Riders. See us in the new year. Scruffy Looking Nerf Herders is a House of Chaos production. Please visit houseofchaos.co.uk for more details.